episode of the Proclaim Podcast Season 2, which isn't really a real episode. We're just introducing the second season, but it feels good to be back, I think. It does. I've been so excited. Like, even like even before you texted me, I was just thinking of who all I could talk to, and then you texted me, and I forgot to respond because, you know, that's my kids. Who I am. <laughs> but yes, I'm so excited. But we're back. And I think it's so funny that we were wrapping up Season 1 just about this time last year so it's been almost a whole year since we put out anything um but I think it's I the thing that made me that hit me to realize we need to start this back up is that I kept hearing good stories Mm -hmm. of the good stuff that God has done in people's lives and I was like man if only there was a platform (laughs) where we could share these things Mm -hmm. and more people hear it and then it was like, oh, you did. And then you stopped doing that. So you yeah. should start doing that again. Mm-hmm. So here we are back. So what are you, I know we've kind of, we have talked personally about what's to come in this season, but what are you most excited about? What I'm most excited about is, I guess, building a bigger community. Mm-hmm. And so like, I love, love, love our church family. Yeah. Like they are my jam. Um but I think a lot of people in our community feel that way. Yeah. Like they love their people. Yeah. Um, and so I think when people find their their people in their church home, like wherever that is, I think it's really powerful. And so I think connecting and still in our church as well, because God works in every church that is faithful to him. Yeah. And so I think that's what I'm most excited about is just branching out and hearing more stories and more opportunities for people to get to know people yeah no I totally agree that's my that is my favorite thing um from this season too and I think one thing from a behind the scenes standpoint that I wouldn't know unless you know I was with JR and he was telling me the stats because he know he does all the behind behind the scenes stuff but we have people who listened to season one from like different countries from different states there were like cons- like consistent people listening from like indianapolis like that area and i can understand like it might be like somebody's like relative or, or something yeah. like they have a connection but in my brain i'm like that's that's so cool but then i know that there are also people who've listened from here or people who might listen from here who aren't connected in a local church here or or they might be wanting to come back to church for the first time and maybe South Fork isn't their jam, but whenever you can make those connections with other people from that they might hear on the podcast, call, come and talk and share their testimony, just building those relationships and giving people an, a connection to another local church. And I, I love one thing that we have in LaRue County with our church's uh, organization as a whole is that we're all working together for the common mm-hmm. goal. And I was even, I, I thought it was so funny and I'll share it. I didn't think I was going to, but I, but I will. But um, I was doing a Bible study this past week in Philippians and Paul is talking to the church of Philippi about how he, he hates it or he doesn't hate it that other people are um, like against him like still preaching the gospel but aren't a fan of Paul and he's like you know I'm very loosely paraphrasing like people can not be a Paul fan but still like share the gospel and I just have to get over that they're not a me fan because they're sharing Jesus Mm -hmm. so even if you're not a like Southport person I hope that they can 
you know, connect somewhere so that they can grow their faith and, and grow mm-hmm. deeper in, in relationship with Jesus and a deeper relationship with the big C church that, mm-hmm. you know, he calls us to be a part of. So I'm so excited. I am too. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's my main thoughts for, for this first season. Um, do you want to share, I know it wouldn't be a true episode of the podcast without sharing how Jesus has worked in your life. I think when I texted you, I used the phrase like, do you want to share like a mini miracle? I know. And I re- that stuck out to me too. I'm like, oh. I, I like calling it that, but at the same time, those little like God moments where it's like you just see him working even if it's not, you know, completely miraculous, but I mean, I guess you could look at it that way or you can look at it mm-hmm. in being like, it is miraculous that it worked out this way. So yeah. do you want to share any like small tidbit that's happened in your life for the I, past year? I do. Um, and so I'm going to mention two people in our church and that is your mother, Denise Gay. Oh, I know. I and her. Susie Hines. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so I had come to a women's gathering or something last summer. I told them my concerns about FCA because the year before last, we had a whopping zero participants. Mm. (laughs) Right. And so I shared over the summer that that was my prayer request going into the year that FCA would grow. Yeah. It has. We have 50 people on our roster. That's awesome. And so like that is no work of me. That is no work of any specific person like that is God because there is just there's no... I'm not that cool. To go from zero to 50, you can't, yeah, that's pretty exponential. And so that was, I know, and the reason I bring your mom in. So Susie prayed over us that, prayed over me and FCA that day. And she prayed that helpers would come alongside me. Yeah. Both for a male and a female. Well, guess what? A male and a female have come along to help me. Uh Uh-huh. It's crazy. I've like, uh, a regional FCA person has like now like come under us and like tried and like. I didn't know they had reached. I didn't people. either. I didn't either. So he he's the male nice. who came along to help. And then Noah Ackerman from First Baptist, he's kind of come in and really helped a lot too. And lots of the local pastors. Um, but anyways, and then your mom comes in because she sent me a letter the other day. And it was talking about how it's an answered prayer. I didn't know she was praying over FCA. I had no idea she was praying over FCA. Uh-huh. But she prayed even before I came to the school that, a faculty member would come in and like jumpstart FCA and that the children would come and, you know, I'm like, wow, Denise, did Oh, what a human use more prayer requests. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I will submit my request. Yes, in I will submit if that is what you, you need. So oh, that's been the coolest one for Denise. me. And like, it's fresh on my mind. Cause we had an FCA today. Yeah. We didn't have 50 come. We don't have 50 every week, but we have 50 on our roster. Yeah. But we did have 30 today. Well, that's a m- m- over half. And we have students leading it. Like, I've led one this year. The rest have been student-led. See, I, th- that's the stuff I love because mm-hmm. then you see students using, like, one, gaining confidence in mm-hmm. one speaking and then two, speaking about Jesus. But then, two, you see them, them you know, using their, not just speaking, but using their, like, little skills that God mm-hmm. gives them. Oh, I love it. Ugh. Like, I, I love FCA. Yeah. It's just... It's but there's lots of things that bring me joy about my job. Mm-hmm. There are lots of things that don't. Yeah. Um, well, but yeah. FCA being what it has been, even how it last year ended and how this year has started. Yeah. Honestly, last year was a terrible year at school. Like Tyler and I had uh, had the conversation about if it was just as bad this year. Like I honestly was. Gonna, 
have to look towards something else. It was bad. And FCA has been a joy, a light well, good. for me. That's kind of kept me going. Well, good. Because I know that you, one, you're a great teacher. And two, I'm, I know the school is very glad to have you. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that you're there because we always want, you know, Christian role models, people who, you know, walk the walk, talk the talk. Oh, not talking this talk. <laughs> talk the talk. Yes. Um who are you know models to especially teenagers so i'm glad you're i'm glad you're there well thank you now i'm excited to hear yours okay so this time i am exceptionally less pregnant on this (laughs) podcast than the last one i was on so i one of my prayers the whole pregnancy last last time was i didn't want to be induced and i wanted to go into labor naturally and my due date was set on uh, a monday and um, I was going to be induced that following Monday. Well, it was the Monday of like Thanksgiving week. So like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thanksgiving. And my my prayer to God the whole time was like, God, can you please like I all ultimately I just want a healthy baby. Mm-hmm. But if you could please just make his birthday on either Black Friday or Small Business Saturday, that would be amazing. And that was, that's, it's a totally like, just, I I feel like it's a selfish prayer in being specific because I had never like, I guess, been that specific with God before. And, um, so Monday rolls around, I go to no baby, I go to my doctor's appointment on Wednesday and he's even like, the doctor's like, I'll see you next Monday. And I'm like, I hope, I hope you don't. Um, go to Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving was good. I go Black Friday shopping with my mom and I'm just like, I'm gonna have to be induced on Monday. Like I don't want to do this. And I come home after Black Friday shopping, take a nap, wake up. I start having contractions. I go into labor and then he's born in the wee hours of small business Saturday. Didn't have to go to the NICU and like my, you know, unlike Gracie, which that happened with Knox Knox too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that like fear after having Mm -hmm. a baby sent to the NICU, then having another baby, it's like, I, you just want to avoid that at all costs. And, um, and that was, that was fun for, for him being my baby. I'm glad that I got to experience, uh, you know, the, the going into labor process and, Mm -hmm. and it happening, you know, how I wanted it to happen and God answering that prayer with a yes. So, yeah. So in a way, I guess that is a miracle because it's the miracle of life. But at the same time, just the mm-hmm. the the sweetness of sometimes he, you know, answers our prayers and gives us what we want. And and that is sweet when it does yeah. work out that way. So he's so good. He is. He is. And, and oh, I was just going to say, and I think. Like going back to the beginning when you asked me what I'm so excited about is when we get into these, you always hear more mm-hmm. than what you even expected to. Like yes. you see all of the ways, like all of these like quote unquote small miracles leading up to like the big, you know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. It's just really cool to see God work. No, I think that it's so special to hear those like behind the scenes details and some of those like just to get the full story. And that's what I'm thankful for to have this you know platform or to have this opportunity to share these stories with people it's it's because you know god is so good and if what we're made to do in life is to just give him glory i hope that this is a small way that we can do that i agree
agree. So, anyway, if you listen to this, I hope you listen again tomorrow because we have our first episode coming out on Halloween on October 31st. And then every other Tuesday from then on until, uh, well, I guess until the Lord tells us to stop or we run out of people. So. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you have any other thoughts? No. Okay. Then we'll see you later. Bye.